Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, everybody, all I see is a white light shining me in the face, but that's okay. I'm going to say uh, welcome back to this promised episode of Father Knows Something. And you guys have for a long time requested it. You've asked about her. You've 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 certainly made the statements you want her. And today we got her. We have Morgan's mom. We have Danette on. Hi, everybody. And also with Danette, we have... Uh, who, who do you got there? This is Teddy. Ted. So, you know, I've watched this episodes. You guys have always had Holly. That's right. Yep. So we can't leave Teddy out of the. So Ted and Holly were homies. They were yes. homies. That's right. In fact, yeah. uh, Teddy has fathered a few litters with Holly. Yeah. Really? Really. True. All true. Wow. Yep. All right. Yep, he's a, Ted's so, a little small. Ted's, yeah. Ted's a small guy. So I want, I want everyone to recognize something that's really interesting that as you see that we are sitting here. Uh, Danette and I have had a long history in our life. Uh, we obviously, we raised children together, I do believe. Yeah. We've had a friendship where we love each other, hate each other, kill each other. But the one thing that we do do is we certainly work with one another and understand each other and we're friends. I could say that. We care and I we agree. will always make sure. We have each other's backs. We got each other's backs. So- when you see people that they say, how can you be friends with somebody that you once dated or let them go on with their life and, 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 and be able to still communicate if you're friends and you, long as you have honesty with each other, you can do it. It's work. Yeah. It takes, it's a lot, but you also have, when you have children involved, you do what's best for the kids. So uh, with that being said, welcome to the show. I'm glad Thank you're you. here. Thank you. She has resisted this. Apparently, I had a pouting fit tonight. Uh, <laughs> and so she's here under protest. No, I just am so like, yeah. Well, you told me I had a pouting you fit. You did pout. <laughs> 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 you did pout. <laughs> so sometimes people see you to agree to disagree. But I was upset, I will say, because I really do want to make sure that we deliver you what we promise. And that's an episode every week. Yes. And so uh, we almost, because of timing and travel. Uh, We've had a busy weekend. It's crazy. And my niece got married this weekend and everybody flew home and we had a beautiful weekend. And here we are now. So the reason why we have you here is that, and we had, you know, Margaret here just before. Yes. And everyone has different takes in the way that they have upbringing and their life experiences. And your life experiences have certainly have been challenging. I will say that you uh, can explain your history a little bit on your own. Doesn't You don't need me to do it, but we're certainly interested to see your take on these write-ins where they're asking parental advice because you've been there. You've needed sometimes parental advice or support, and sometimes you always didn't get it, and you were afraid of it, and you were worried about things. So with all that said, it's going to be an interesting uh you're, you're going to have interesting takes that I'm really interested in, and they're, they, they're going to want to hear. Okay. So for our theme tonight, yeah, we have a little play on words. It's going to be called alternate options. Alter for the altar? Alternate, but leave them at the altar or keep trying. Okay. That's what we'll be diving into. Uh. So let's get it going. Number. Well, she can do it. What am I doing? Story number one. One. <laughs> okay. Hi, Jerry, Morgan, Justin, and Danette. So I'm reaching out today to seek out help slash advice on how to proceed in my relationship or whether it's time to move on. My fiance and I have been together for about 13 and a half years. 
We're high school sweethearts, own a home, and have two beautiful daughters together. Our relationship has never really been easy, but whether we love each other has never been a doubt. We've both had to grow up independently and together, and kids has honestly made it more difficult. In the last year, my fiance has pointed out a handful of times that I no longer want to marry him since there's been no initiative on my end to plan a wedding, and I hate to admit that it is partially true. It's not that I don't want to marry him, because I really do, but more that I feel like at this time we are not in a place where marriage is the best choice. Since having kids, I feel like he has almost regressed back to acting like a single young guy with traditional male habits. He goes to work, pays most of the bills, does the yard work, rarely, and maintains the vehicles. I also have a full-time job, am the default parent, do 99% of the cooking, cleaning, laundry, family communicating, etc. He feels like he does more than enough for the family slash household, so for him to go out with friends, play video games all night, and still take daily naps is more than fair. While I hardly ever have time or energy to do anything I enjoy or want to do without having my kids. According to him, that's because I don't know how to manage my time. Recently, we got in a big fight because I was going to have a girls' night, and instead of taking the initiative to watch the girls while I got ready, he instead started playing video games and wore headphones. So an hour and a half later, I was still not ready because I had to keep stopping to watch the girls even though I would leave them in the same room as him. I was so upset I didn't even want to go out anymore, and I didn't. The next day we argued because he said I had an attitude problem and I need to communicate my needs better, and it's on me that I didn't go out because I always take long to get ready. I argued that I do directly express my needs and he still does not do what I ask. I still love him and he has expressed many times that he loves me and has no intention on ever leaving me, but at this point I feel like although he may think he loves me, he has no actual compassion or respect for me and my time. I've expressed all this to him and he still doesn't see or believe that he needs to step up as a parent or partner. I want to make this work or is it just time to leave? Mr. Nett, would you take the first one? You know what? I think a lot of it is communication, number one. Number two, get a babysitter. Have date nights. It's almost like they've kind of forgotten about like that romance and keeping your romance alive. They've forgotten about that part of their marriage. And what brought them together was love. They have two beautiful children, but they've forgotten about each other. And you have to do that. In a relationship, you have to remember and put each other first. And yeah, you have to have your own time. I think it's like you have to have your life his life and a life together and that balance and they don't have it. It sounds like. Well, and the sentence that sticks out to me is since having kids, I feel like he has almost regressed back to acting like a single young guy with traditional male habits, which to me means he's become another one of your kids. So yeah, you guys probably should get a babysitter and then they can babysit him as well. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, a lot of people, a lot of, and I'm just, a lot of people that are in relationships do put a lot of that sole responsibility on one parent. In my experiences with friends and family, um, it, it does land on the woman to take care of the children. And that shouldn't be a role. And I'll just use my son, Matthew and Amy, who you've both met. And it's very balanced. If Matt has a weekend with his friends and she watches the kids, then Amy gets a weekend and Matt watches the kids. So it is balanced and it should be that way. It shouldn't be just on one person, whether it's the dad or the, or the mom or the husband or the wife. What about when, when is it time? I mean, look, we, we, we shared a home. We, we raised kids and. And we had my mom. We did, but I, I also don't ever think that there wasn't times where uh, we didn't have this issue where I was playing video games and not not willing to participate. Why with do you have to kids. grow up? That's where I'm going. When? How do you have the conversation with this fella that you are a dad? And do they go for counseling? Do they? I mean, or it, this is part of the issue in her decision. Do you have the conversation? Say, honey, if you're not going to really be a, a you know growing up, I mean, I, I I have two children, I don't need three, and 
I want you to take some time and go think about it. Not in this house, because I need to move on if you're not going to grow up and be a man in this house. How long do you want me to date a boy? And, and I look at this and I have friends uh, that are dating guys that are 40 and 50 years old. And let me tell you, I'm, I look at them and I go, when are you going to date a man? You're dating a kid with their behavior. And as a woman, I mean, the, the, the men that you've been with, have they all been men or have you had some boys? There have been boys. And I think like you have to, you know, what's your worth? You know, put yourself like, value yourself. And if you're not getting that from that partner, then make some changes. And if they're not going to make those changes with you, see ya. Because yeah. you can't keep putting yourself last. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think agree. Um, we get this type of write-in way too often. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how common it is. Is it just which, for the men? Is it like, do you find that it's just like, the men that are like the ones that are acting like the boys, or do you ever get like the, where the dads take care of I the mean, kids and yeah. the mom is? I mean, it is more common one way than, than the other. I but have found it more with that. The, the the men are playing their video games and the women are being, yeah. being said, hey, it's your problem. You deal with it. On one piece of additional info, we were supposed to get married in 2020, but COVID and kids happened. He also hates that I have a, I can do it without you mentality which I do, but that's because I've witnessed both my biological mom and adoptive moms be cheated on and had to step up financially to carry the family. So that's running through this too, where he's almost threatened by her ability to do this. And he's even more, it's just feels like he's just taking advantage of the fact that he is getting away with, oh, you know, even though you have a girl's night, I'm just going to play video games, even though I'm supposed to watch the kids but you're taking so long to get ready and you're still here. So I'm just going to keep that on your, I don't know. It's just all, there's no balance. And I also will say this, that I've gone out with women that have given me that I don't need you type of mentality. And rather than saying, I really, you know, I, 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 it's wonderful having you in my life, but I am prepared if, I mean, if it doesn't work out, I mean, I, but when they say, I don't need you, it sometimes even it sometimes we interpret I don't want you or I, I it's rejection. It, it it is a it it's it's a connotation that I would try to find a different phrase to use. I think what the saying that should be with that is, I don't need you, I want you. Yeah, because it's very That's, unhealthy to depend like fully depend on somebody, versus you have two very independent people mm-hmm. coming together that makes each other both better and stronger. Agree, but. Even if it ended, you're still fine. And that's the most, what I've seen the most healthy relationships are, isn't this big, I need you and depend on you. It's it's like you say, I want you. Yeah, if, if I have somebody in my life, in past relationships, you, I don't need to have you. I want you. I want you in my life. I want you to enrich my life. I want you to, I want to enrich your life. I want to make your life better and easier. And when you love somebody, you do want their life to be easier. And um, I can share a story with Jerry about Jerry. And um, I'll get back to that one. But it's <laughs> okay, like you when you care that. about somebody, you will stand on your head to make their lives better. Yeah. And that's what it's about. And if you don't have that, and as far as like them not getting married yet, why would she want to marry him? Right. Right. If you're going to have to really babysit, you know, two or now three, it just babysit two, get rid of him. And now you only have, you know, two to worry about. And she loves him. I, I get she loves him, but there's going to be, a, there's going to be a respect issue that's going to start coming into play and there's going to be tension and it's going to start, you know, keeping score. And, and I've always said, when you start keeping score, game over. That's it. Quit keeping score. So maybe leave him at the altar, keep trying maybe a little more keep trying with some communications and saying, Hey, we, I'd really love for these things to change. Have they tried and counseling? if we don't make prog- progress, then. I think like set the expectations. Yeah. Have they tried counseling? Did they mention that? Nothing. Well, there, 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 there are some tools out there for you. I would certainly try all the tools. Yeah. Okay. Waiting on a tax return. Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Well, we're moving on to number... Dose. Two, two, two. She's like a six shooter. Two shooter. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Long story short, I met my now ex-boyfriend a little more than a year ago. We started as friends with benefits, fell in love, and had the best year full of amazing memories and fun times. I want to preface this issue that I am not an angel and have flaws in our relationship. Recently, I've noticed he had been pulling away taking out stress on me and not putting in effort with our intimacy. I confronted him about it and we decided to mutually break up and be slash work on being friends. Also, I am moving to the Midwest in a month and we found no point in trying to fix things. Now to the problem. This past Saturday, I went over to his place and we spoke about how we would become friends. He said he still cares about me dearly and wants to keep up with my life. I agreed that I would try to be friends with him. That led us to playing games, watching movies. The whole time, I could not stop wanting to kiss him. And, well, you know, I broke and before leaving, made the move, and now we have decided to be friends with benefits again. Is this a good idea? Should I continue or stop? Can a friendship continue after I move a thousand plus miles away? Well, no, I'll get there, but we have you here first. So that's the way it works when you're, when you're a guest on the show, we let you go. <laughs> I think that distance is hard. Like I know just from like our experience, Jerry moved out to California. I stayed here with the kids and that was a big decision for us, you know. But we were broken up. What does it matter? Well, We're talking about like that and, distance. And we didn't have friends with benefits at that point in time. But no, th- there was no but, romance but involved. But I'm just saying, even with the friends with benefits, that distance is hard. And yeah, fly in, have a little hot moment and friends with benefits. But like to keep that going, well, you're going to be flying a lot. It, that's true. And you already know that, you know, a relationship didn't work. So it's not like you met as friends and you've always been friends with benefits and you're tempted by the what if, what if we tried, or in this case, what if we tried again? Maybe that sex is really good. But I mean, (laughs) but the distance (laughs) is honestly making this a little bit easier. And if we look at just the friendship, just the friendship without the friends with benefits, because even if that faded, maybe you'd still want to be genuine friends with that. I have a lot of friendships that I've been able to maintain with distance. I've also had a lot of friendships I've lost with distance. So you kind of got to see how it goes. But the added little twist here is the friends with benefits thing. My turn? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. (laughs) I can't wait to hear this one. (laughs) I have had many, many relationships that did not work out to be a permanent loving lover relationship where we ended up as friends. My friend Krista, you and I turned out this way. Uh, there's a few. Yeah. And never lost the fact, do, do I love them as people? Absolutely. Do I care about their life and want to be part of their life going forward and communicate and know they're good and know they're they're happy? We had, in our when I left, even before I left, we we communicated what was going on in your life. And I was always a part of to support whatever you were doing. I may not agree sometimes with some of your choices or things, but I always, we never lost that contact, the ability of, of communicating by distance. The one thing when you cut the physicalness, it allows you to heal and go forward. Where sometimes when you're in love with somebody, you can never imagine not being their lover. And it pains you that you crave them, that when you think about them with somebody else, it kills you. So the bottom line is, is that you got to heal from that. You got to get to that middle point where you can allow whatever that time is to heal 
that part of your heart where you can become truly non-physical, non- But maybe they enjoy it. It doesn't matter if they enjoy it. If they want to really continue to be, if they know that they, they got to go forward, then they got to cut the wire and allow themselves to heal and go forward and find the person that they'll get all of it. Because it's really, if you don't get all of it, you're cheating yourself. So why discount just, just to get laid? Yeah, it feels great. But worry, work on healing yourself that you don't need that other person for that, that you'll, you'll open that door and take all that passion and have it ready for the next person when you find all the other things that fall into it. Our son was madly in love with somebody and they ended it. And they might've had a slip or two. I have no idea. That's their business. But I know he took a time away from everybody and healed before he started dating the next person. He took time to let himself be with himself and comfortable within his own, his own being before he opened that door again. And, and he's stronger for it. Yeah, which a lot of that plays into the ideal outcome, which is be friends after I move on and potentially meet someone who I can spend the rest of my life with later in life. Reading between the lines of this story, what I'm kind of figuring out here is, are we talking about a friendship? Or are we talking about a physical, uh, a back and forth with your heart emotionally mm-hmm. falling in love and back out and then distance and keep going in? Are we playing this game of we're calling it friends, but we're never truly healing. We're always going to keep hurting. This is, this is emotional masturbation. I'm going to call it that. <laughs> it's really what it is. It is simply playing with everything and it's not going forward. Because in the additional info, I still love him and know I will be sad. I just need to hear from a non-biased point of view if this is too messy the messy side of it is you need to decide if if you're in it to truly be friends mm-hmm. or if you're trying to hold on to this lost relationship. I agree. So the, the the decision here is really what you can put into that place. She's in, go for the good time, have it. It's great sex. Wait Knock a minute. yourself out. I'll just say this though. <laughs> it's what you need at that time. And that's maybe what she needs is to wean herself off of that relationship because she still loves him. And maybe the sex is good. Wean, but wean it, herself from the weenie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could say that too. <laughs> but eventually it is going to, it's either going to make him make that relationship or break that relationship. And by the way, she might be just using him as a band-aid. Like people are band-aids sometimes in our lives. Like, you're hurt. You get over that. Now they're having friends with benefits. He's a little Band-Aid. She'll meet somebody else eventually down the road. Her heart's healing. And she'll say, I don't need that anymore. I found somebody else that can fulfill this role in my life or what the needs are that I have. And mm-hmm. yeah, I can be friends with you now. I can let that go. And that takes time sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've been all, I've been all, all sides of this, this but story. But you know what? When you have somebody that you connect that chemistry with, that's really hard to let go of. Mm-hmm. And that can keep you in that relationship for a long time because that's hard to find when but it, you but, have but that. It, but if it's keeping you in that relationship that we all know that it's not the relationship that you really want, isn't it better just to cut it and heal from it and go forward and put your put everything you have after a, a certain heal time that to open your eyes to find and be attracted to the person that you really should be with? I'm going to say this. Sure. She will get to that point. The distance is going to help that. You're yep. not going to be in a yep. long distance relationship. They're not having sex all of the time. So eventually those feelings change and she'll find somebody else. Because when you're connected to somebody, you don't look at anybody else and go, hmm, because you're still connected to that guy over there. But that distance, the separation, it will fix itself. And in the meantime, they might get together three months down the road and she'll say, I don't need it anymore. Yeah. And if she does, great. Kudos to her for being able to say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. But hey. Was this a too hot take episode? (laughs) (laughs) What's that? What do you mean? I know what too hot takes is, but what do you mean? We had different takes. Hot takes. I like it. It was very good. Because the line that stuck out the most to me in this is the whole time I could not stop wanting to kiss him. See? And 
it just feels like there's some feelings that are there's bigger deep. than friendship and bigger than friends with benefits. That's right. That are lingering. That's right. So I would think I would try to go deep in to your emotions. Why was it that you could not stop wanting to kiss? Why is that? And maybe that's help can help you, you know, be a guide moving forward. It, it, it was that attraction that got them there in the first place. There's something about them that she just loves and adores. And yeah. Yep. And distance will take care of that. I think so. Yep. I think that's a big piece in this. We'll see. And if it doesn't, she may just move back. You never know where life will take you. Let us, you definitely have to let us know. Morgan, Morgan is saying they can't keep fucking if they, if they, if, if they want to go on with their life and be, and be friends. It's just, well, I'm not, with you, Morgan. They're not ready yet. They're not no. ready to go moving on yet. Well, no. it's, it's two to two. So everyone chime in on your comments. We want to hear what you all have to say. And let us know how it evolves. Yep. And read the comments because everyone's going to give you ones on this one. What number are we going for? Three. You see how good she is now? Number three. Anything? I'm just I'm checking in with you midway. One, two, and I'm number three. So we are going for story three. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jerry, Justin, and Morgan. First, I want to start off by saying I love your podcast and the advice given. Here's my situation. I, female 22, am having issues with my fiance, male 23, and I don't know what to do. I'm currently 19 weeks pregnant and my fiance and I can't see eye to eye on anything. Everything has to be his way or the highway. My entire pregnancy has been fighting and somehow it always ended up being my fault. First, I was spending too much time with my family in January, three weeks. I spent the night at my dad's house because my mother had passed away. I was grieving with my family and he thought I was putting him in the back burner because I was just mourning with my family. Parentheses, my fiance and I live an hour from my parents' house. I didn't see the point in driving back and forth. We had family from out of town visit in those three weeks, but my fiance made no effort to spend time with us. I was the bad guy for spending time with my family and was told by my fiance, you rely on your family too much. You are dependent on them. Just because I spent the time with them planning my mom's funeral, etc. The second issue was he wants me to get off my dad's insurance. My dad pays for all of it to get on state insurance so we can have this baby for free. He saw how much we have to pay for my current doctor and said that's too much and that we should switch to state insurance. He's not taking into consideration my feelings and is saying, I'm the head of the household, and if I say it's too much, it's too much. My dad has offered to pay for half and for my fiance to step up and pay the other half. There is just no compromising with him. I just don't know what to do. My mom was always wise with advice, but now she's gone. I don't know if I should just leave the relationship or I should stay or if this is too much stress to my baby. I don't know. I'm sorry this was such a long story, but that's only half of the arguments had. My ideal outcome is to not be stressed anymore and for this baby to grow up in a healthy environment. I have all the confidence that this woman here- I'm going to start crying. I'm going to start crying. This woman is going to have the answer Okay, for first you. of all- you Let her rip. You can come and live with me. God, get rid of the fucker. Okay, I'm really upset. <laughs> get rid of him. First of all, your mom just died. You need your family. Oh, what an idiot. Keep I'm going. I'm choke him. But honestly, you know what? You have to put yourself first at right now. That baby and your family needs, you all need to be together. Right? Absolutely. I, I knew you had this one. And in all sincerity, go someplace where you feel safe and you're loved and that you're going to be nourished. Like you're pregnant. This is a time that, you know, you're bringing a new life into this world and you're going to need that support and you're going to need your family. Who the hell wants to go on? Government assistance. When your dad is saying, I'll take care of you. Stay on your dad's insurance, number one. Let your dad help you. And if the bozo that you're with doesn't want to ditch him. Fully agree. Because it's not going to change. It is not going to change. It only gets worse. This is an example. 
And this is a, this is like going out and I always use this. I love this expression. You're going down the road and you're getting pulled over for a speeding ticket. And the offer looks at you and says, you know something, I'm going to let you go on this one. Don't do it again. This is a warning. He is not going to change. He's going to be where he is a controlling guy and he's insecure. If he's insecure about your family, in fact, doesn't even have the understanding, even the suggestion for you to stay with your family and help them through this and go through your mom's stuff. And one more thing, close your, close your eyes, lay down in bed and talk to your mom and listen to what your mom is saying to you right now. Because she oh, is yeah. overhead watching, watching out for you. If you only listen, listen to your inner self, because it could very well be your mom talking to you. Could you imagine she's pregnant? You want your mom there. She loses her mom. She doesn't have the support of the baby daddy. Is that her fiance? This is a man that's supposed to take care of you and be there with your family and help you through this, not make it worse. And encourage the family unit. When, When did I ever try to drag you from your family? Never. No, but I've been in relationships where I've had people that have died and it's almost her situation where they were selfish and like, what are you doing spending so much time? It's like, and I didn't, you know what? I didn't take my mom's advice and I should have. And I was always like, oh, I got to do the right thing. And you know what? No, put yourself in that baby first and your dad, your dad probably needs you as well. You want the icing on the cake? Oh God. Additional info, dating for one year and a couple months. He only proposed because my mom was in the ICU and I was pregnant. Yep. And fortunately, you are fiancés. You are not married. So this can be very simple. Yeah. And and he's still responsible for supporting that baby. Yeah. And by the way, it sounds like... He's not going to have the means to support the baby if he can't afford the doctor bill. And not that, I mean, granted, medical bills are expensive, but she has insurance. And he doesn't sound like he's got the means to support her anyway. And even if he does, they're not being allocated that way, right? If he's making a bunch of money right now and he's just like, yeah, we're not going to spend it on that. Well, he is certainly the man of the house. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're the man of the house, get your ass out there and go get a job. Support your fiance and your baby to be soon to be baby. Yeah. I mean, this is probably one of the most clear cut write-ins we've ever had. Cut, cut. (laughs) Yes. This is, um, you, it's, you said it the best. I mean, you can dodge a a giant bullet here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we here and I have in my life 65 years. Yeah. I'm younger than you. <laughs> 65 years. I will certainly say that I have run across many people in many relationships, and you saw this in the very beginning. It does not get better. It is real. And this is what and I'm looking right at you. This is what it's going to be. And this is your time to start making some differences. Now, if it, it's going to be this guy, you better guys communicate to make sure that we understand where we both are going to be within this relationship and what this relationship he's is going to look like. He's already showed her. I, he I, has oh, it's clear. already I agree. showed her. I agree. And here's the other thing. This, let's just make a point. This is abuse and it's controlling. It's control. And the writing is on the wall. There's red flags all over this place and there's support for her. And by all means, get whatever support you can, wherever you need to get it. And just be safe because I don't feel like this is even a safe relationship for her. Yeah, I mean, uh, like it said here, my fiance made no effort to spend time with us. And I was the bad guy for spending time with my family. As she should have been. Right. She just lost her mom. This isn't even a friend. You can't even get to a friend level, let alone fiance and partner. I can't even imagine right now losing my mom. I'd be, my world would be like destroyed because our mom is such a huge part of our life. And then you have some guy who's like, yeah, you're putting too much effort in this and and doesn't come around at all for no. it. Like, what is that? There's no empathy. There's no support for her. She's pregnant. And I'm sure she feels lost. She lost her mom. She doesn't have the support of her fiance. She just needs, she needs a lot of love. Yeah. Well, she certainly has love from her family and her yeah. dad. Yes. Her dad. Absolutely. 
Oh, her whole family is let's, let's, like. Let's not let's not pass the fact that these people love her. She's not by herself, and you and you and don't let anyone allow you to or force you or suggest that you should alienate the the group of people that really love you and and hold you to. And let's heart. say this. Let's make another point of this. At the end of the day, when the chips are down for her. Mm-hmm. Her family will be the, they'll be there for her. They'll be the ones that are going to lift her up and support her and be there for that baby and her. It's not going to be him. Who knows what he'll do to her? We don't know what he'll really do. The abuse that could could come from this. We don't know how controlling and and his real personality. It's scary. Yeah. It's very scary to me. Me too. Yeah. Definitely in the boy category, not in the man category on this one. Okay. So uh, that's our that's our show for the evening. No. Oh, we got no. Oh, what no, number? No, what no, number no. are we on now? Coming up. I'm ready. I'm in this for the long haul. <laughs> <laughs> number four. four. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animals and friends. She didn't <laughs> want to come on the show, and now she doesn't want to get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just getting into. You're just like when you hear stories like this. Honestly, you just want to say like, I'm going to open up my home for you. But she has a safe zone. She does. Yes. And she has her family she does. there for her. And she's been with her family where she's wanted to be. He might not want her there, but that's where she's needed to be. So kudos and, to her for standing that, up and standing her ground and saying, hey, uh, this is where I need to be. This is yeah. his problem. This isn't her problem. She needs to go do what she has to do for herself, her health, and her baby and yes. her family. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going on number four. Let's the grand finale. Okay. The firework extravaganza. Yes. Hi yep. everyone. Wait. Should we tell her about seatbelts? Is this a seatbelt? We can go through seatbelts. Yeah. The last one was a seatbelt one. If that guy was here in front of me right now, you <laughs> buckle up your seatbelt. Okay, that's on... that's violence. Yep. Okay, I wouldn't. Okay. okay let's that. see how it's done, scratch Jerry. It, scratch it. Scratch it. Put your seatbelt on. Do, do your shoulder harnesses. The other one. Okay, she's got it. Oh. oh. <laughs> that was a crazy one. Is that one. really that bad? It could be. Let's put them on. Let's go. Here we go. Let it rip. Hi, everyone. I'm a big fan of both podcasts. I don't have a father, never met him, or even know what he looks like. And my uncle, who was my only father figure, passed away when I was 15. So this podcast fills that little void in my heart. So basically, my. 25 female, and my boyfriend, 26 male, have been together for almost five years. When we started dating, we were 20 and 21. On our very first date, my boyfriend mentioned that he wanted to have children before being married. At that time, I was not thinking about marriage, let alone children, so this did not seem like a big deal to me, even though growing up, I always wanted to be married before having children, since this was something my mom never got to do. In the back of my mind, I did think this was something that he could possibly change his mind about. Fast forward to now, he hasn't changed his mind, and suddenly I find myself getting very emotional and frustrated that for some reason this is something he wants. If this is the case, then I'd rather not get married at all. It ruins the whole idea of marriage to me because he would not be marrying me for being me. He'd only marry me for being the mother of his children. I think this became a bigger deal to me now because a significant amount of people that I went to high school with have recently gotten married or engaged, and I know that could never be me unless I have a child first. Additionally, I'm a DACA recipient, so I can't travel outside of the U.S. I don't want to marry him just for his legal status or anything like that, but we have both discussed traveling together. We've gone on vacations within the U.S., but we would love to see the world. The thing is, I would like to experience traveling without children. We've discussed this, and he said that his mom could just take care of the kids while they're young, and when they grow up, they'd join. I know it will not be the same even if his mom is at home with the kids. I feel I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself. Ideal outcome. I'd like to feel secure in the relationship even though there is no ring or wedding for me in the near future, And I want to know if it's silly to not want to be married at all with this being the case. Thank you for your time. Well, she really wrote this to dad, I think. 
as I read between the lines with you that you have decided that you want a baby at all right now, it, it's really quite clear that having a baby with this guy or with any guy is not part of your life. And the fact that someone is going to make you go against to what's really a part of your core and they're not on board and you're not on board with us together, truly in your hearts, then it's a mismatch. And it's, it, it, it leads into a problem. So if you're asking me if I, if I am to be your dad and, and you came to me and said, this is what he wants. My answer is, what do you want? And whatever you want, I would support because I'm here to be with you and support with you and give you, at least give you my honest opinion. And my feeling is, is that this is a mismatch and you only can do things which is along within your, your acceptability. And maybe it isn't part of, if it was part of your acceptability to say, it's okay, your mom can raise our children while we travel, that would be a different opinion. But this is not who you are. You are a person that wanted to take care of your own children. So I think it's self-explanatory. I think you have to follow your own brain on this one. I agree. I think like, you know what? Go do what you want to do before you have kids. I think a lot of people like, get married, have those babies right away. And it's like, why? Like kids, like, and maybe your time clock's ticking away. Like, who knows? Maybe she's at that age where it's like, oh, am I gonna am I gonna be able to even have kids? But travel, go have fun. Go experience life with the man that you're in love with and wait. I, wait until you're ready. Yeah. But make and sure And why would you want like I agree. Well, I don't want my mother in law to take care of my children. I want to take care of my kids. And that's how it sounds like she's saying. Yeah. I want to take care of my kids, but I want to travel and experience. But I also give her, you know, a lot of credit for saying, I'm not marrying him for my legal status. I want to marry him because I love him. And you know what? I if think he, that if I he think... loves her, he'll respect her and say, Hey, let's wait. Let's get married. Let's have the babies when we're both ready. Not I'm not marrying you until you have kids. We're gonna have kids right now or whatever. No. Interesting thought process these people have. I mean it's and it's my way or the highway. It really is. And it's like, but that's being a bully. It is. Like it, you can get bullied into things. It's like how many of us have been bullied into like I don't really want to do that. Yeah, you get pushed yeah, and pushed and pushed, yeah. and finally you're like, oh, what the hell? Fine, but that's not really what you want. No, and that certainly doesn't sound like it's what she wants. But you know, just to be bullied, intimidated, or you know what, you're the fear of losing that partner. You're you know the man that you're in love with, or just a partner in general, like. What people is, do what, things. What is love? When you love somebody and two people are in love with one, what does that really represent? What does is, what is being in love mean when you're in love with one another? What, what would be our expectation? That's a, well, we can finish that. We can finish this up with that. Yeah. But I think, you know, love, being in love is one piece of the pie. Okay. There's a few core pillars of a relationship that you need to be on the same page about. They involve children. They involve, you know, where we're going to live, how we're going to do certain things of our lives and our relationship going forward. Mutual respect. Yes, of course. But this all started from a misalignment and a, a, a difference on one of those core pillars. That she, when one by of those, the way, that she ignored. Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. And when one of those pillars, when you don't align on a certain category that even if you're so in love, that's going to be a big problem. No matter how in love you are, no matter how long you've been together, in this case, even five years. The second piece of that is the hoping for someone to change their mind on a, you know, small things, whatever. This is a big thing. And people generally don't change their minds. And it's again, what we like to say on the show a lot too, where you know, you're, are, if you're debating, like, am I going to marry the person that I'm with right now? Well, yeah, I think I am. And I really hope this one aspect of it, of them changes and evolves over time. But you got to be ready to commit to exactly what's in front of you at that point in time, as if they never change. You can't hope for someone to change or change their mind on something huge like this. And so... If but they've been together for five years already. And and it's not changing, right? <laughs> I, I've experienced this. And when somebody says something is not going to change, 
Believe them. <laughs> it's not going to change. And it does end up in a very bad ending. It's, it, they're sad endings. It's not here's what you a, want. There's not a flip happy. side of this coin, though. You've been with him for five years. There's things that you want him to change. He wants you to do. You have to make a decision. If Don't waste his time. Don't waste your time. If things are not going to progress the way you want, quit wasting his time, quit wasting your time, and end it. I agree. So that he can find somebody that wants what he wants, and you can find somebody that wants what you want. Well, especially when this is pushing you to not even care about getting married anymore. Exactly. When it was a dream of yours all along. Yep. That should, in in of itself, should be like, wait, I'm changing something about myself that I've always wanted. And now I'm, this is all making me want to throw that away. That's a big piece. And don't worry, you will be friends later because you'll end up, you know, 20 years from then <laughs> doing a show together. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have them listen to some of our conversations when we're not so friendly. <laughs> well, the additional info, which further adds to this, we've been living together for two years, have two cats. His Aww. parents were married but divorced while he was very young. He's not close to his dad. Both our mothers ask us at least once every time they see us when we will be having kids, but I'm not financially or mentally ready for a child and neither is he. I don't think we'll consider having children for another four to five years. And at that point, we'd be together nine to 10 years without even being engaged. And that idea bothers me. So it's really not the DACA thing that's bothering her. She's really talking about I don't want to be 10 years down the road and not engage. You know, there, I have two thoughts when it comes to that. You don't have to be engaged or married to have a life with somebody. That is something that, you know, it, it's part of your culture. It's part of your own, your own sensibility of what, what works for you. But I know many people have had full lives with never using the word marriage. But you're forgetting something. Go ahead. Because of her status. Yeah. She can't leave this country. That's right. There's and a... if she leaves and wants to come back, she gets deported. Okay. So there's other things that are at stake for her. And, you know, she's in this country. She's obviously a bright, intelligent individual. But she also wants to travel as well. If if she is if this fella does not love her enough and and desire to marry her, knowing with all these facts. He's the wrong guy. He's dangling the carrot in front of her face. Yep. He is dangling that carrot. You have that baby and I'll marry you and then we'll travel and go everywhere. Guess what, buddy? It's not going to work. No. Like, get, like, okay, she wants to do things with you. She, she can't, obviously. So, She's not going to sacrifice how hard she has worked to put herself in that position of being a recipient of a DACA. So you Wait, would act... So, so, What's that? What is it called? DACA. DACA. She's not going to sacrifice that. How, how hard is it to get that? I don't even know. But it's, it's not easy. No. But I will say this, that she herself says, I want to be married. But I want you to marry me because you love me. Right. She's doing it for the right intentions, even with all of this in the background. My answer is if he's not, if, if he doesn't love, if he doesn't see it, he doesn't love her enough to even be worthy of her at this point in time. Yeah. And that's, that's really the thing here. He's got to really understand her and who she is. To, and that's when I was getting to the, back to the discussion of what is love. How do we forget our worth? How do people forget their own worth? Love, you talk about love, but it almost blinds you. It's it like, is, and here's yep. the other thing you said, what is love? But you know what? That's where I was going Love with is it. also remembering who you are and not losing yourself in, in somebody else's. Gotta love thyself, baby. You do. And I think like, and I'm guilty of it as well. I think we all are. You kind of like forget who you are. And it's like, don't. Well, and you don't need to find someone to complete you. You need to find someone that adds to yes. you, that adds to your life. And when you come together, it's not, it doesn't make a hole. It makes two holes, but it's even better because it, it just boosts that even. It is. And that goes back to like, you know what? If he loves her, he will marry her and then travel and do that, all those fun things. Then yeah. have a baby. There's compromise. There's teamwork. She's being held We hostage. operate as partners in a team to navigate the rest of our lives 
in the best way for both of us. And at some point, very well said, my, my boy. <laughs> and very at some well point, there's seasons you go through where one of you is going to need more from the other. That's right. And then that flips, and then it flips again, and it's a, it's not always perfectly even. No relationship it is is, but at some points you give a little more. It at some points you need a little more, but you're always working together to make each other's lives the best you can. Well, yes. I'm going to end this one by saying- Do I get a t-shirt quote? You get a t <laughs> <laughs> I will say that this show uh, really took it to heart and the team here really got it for you. And I, I hope that you read the lines and between the lines and know that if this person is not part of your, on your team, he needs to be off the team. And you're- and you're ahead of the game at this point in time and just call it chalk it up to experience and your screen will certainly make you find and help you and enable you to find a, a better mate for yourself that will be a, a part of your growth and make you uh, have the most fulfilled life with somebody that is an equal partner. Yep. And that's the important thing in life is find your partner. And it's not always rosy and sunshine, I mean, oh, there's trials. Really? There, yes. <laughs> but you know what? If Don't be held hostage. Move I, on. Yeah. I agree. So thanks for joining us this week. And I'm so glad you were on that. I'm yeah, sure, thank you yes. for having so, me, you guys. So are you going to come on the show more often? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, you know what? I Honestly, with all the stories that we talked about tonight, your heart truly goes out to the people that are writing in. And, you know, and I can just say from my own experience with a lot, I can relate to a lot of these situations with my own life. Yeah. And that's right. Like you, I just want to like, and obviously I'm not going to divulge my whole skeletons in my closet. But we want you to. No, you don't. But <laughs> you know Slowly what? over time. But you know, you can relate. It's Halloween. And, Bring them out. <laughs> and you know what though? I've made these horrible mistakes of staying with people that haven't been or haven't had the best interests, my best interests. And, you know what? You sell yourself short. Don't look back and have regrets. So with all that said, we will see you again. Yes. Thank yes. you. And, and, and cause sometimes when we go to the shows, you know, they, they ask for you. They want to see Morgan's mom. Well, I've met a lot of really nice people. The last, uh, live that you had down yep. in Minneapolis. Yep. I met so many wonderful people that came. I met a couple that drove, he surprised her with the tickets to your show. Drove four hours or something like that. And it was incredible. And we got a great and, community. And people, you know, come up. Are you Morgan's mom? Yep, I'm Morgan's mom. So you're going to be there. Of course I'm going to be there. So everyone, come to Minneapolis. Meet Danette. Yes. I'm excited. Thank you all. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So have a great week. And we will have a show for you next week as well. That's right. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. We always find a way. <laughs> okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.